Okay, um, today we're talk about coatings. <coughs> I'll tell you in a second why, but it's connected to Simon Kuf Gimel, it's a famous restaurant too. Um, and I'm going to talk about a bunch of different types of coatings. Um, not all of them have to do with that sieve. Um, and what it is is that for all kinds of reasons, people who make things like pots and pans and food and pills um, put coatings onto them. Coatings, as a rule, tend to be made of fat or oil or things made of those. And that potentially has cautious concerns, obviously. You know, if you make something out of fat, uh, animal fat would, is wheat gets to that trafe. You know, it's usually strafe or things made from it. Um, so the question is about all these different kinds of coatings. Um, so I'm going to start with pots and pans, which is the most to do with it in. And that is the way you make uh, a pot or a pan or a disposable pan, same idea, is um, we do it like this. You have to... You have to, you make the metal, so let's say, let's say we make a pot. So we take a aluminum, we cast the aluminum, we, we make this, we create this aluminum, and then we roll it and roll it and roll it until it's the thickness that we like. We keep on rolling it down to a thinner, to, the, to whatever thickness you like for your pot or pan. Um, then you press or stamp it into the shape. So let's say it's a pot, you're going to, or a pan, you, you press it into that shape. You have this, you made the thing your thickness, however thick you want it to be. Then you scrape off rough edges, and then you polish it and buff it and things like that. Okay, now every one of those steps that I told you, everything that I just told you, rolling and scraping and buffing and all those things um, causes heat and friction. Um, that heat and friction is not good for the machinery, and it's not good for the pot or pan that you're trying to make out of it. And Mamela, you want you put on lubricants at all these different stages. Not every single one, but that's the, why you want your lubricant because you, you keep on pushing and rolling and, and scraping and every one of those things could, could is bad for the machine or for the pot because of the heat. So you put in a lubricant. Okay, so a lubricant is made of fat or wax or something like that, typically, and very often they're not kosher. So the question is, does that make my pot or my pan drafe? Okay, that's what, that they, when they made the pot or the pan, they made it with this lubricant on it. They have to make it Questions that affect the caches of my things that I have. Uh, brand new. I'm, I'm talking about when it's brand new. Okay. Pre-season cast iron is a little bit of a different question. So we'll do that in a minute. We'll do that after we finish the pots and pans. But for regular pots and pans, that's what, that's what the question is. Okay. So the beginning of it, and which is what connects it to our din, is that in, in our din, the Mahabra says, um, if you, when you're trying to figure out whether a kli is Enim so there's a machlikas, <coughs> about what I'm about to say, but the machabra basically paskins, um, paskins that um, if we only say Enim for tam that's balua in a kli, uh, tam that's on the top, when you have food left over on the kli, it doesn't become pogum when it's Enim It's a machlikas, but that's how we paskins, that's Enim Okay, so our, our first thing to think about is when we have these coatings, is that uh, balua is that something that's absorbed into the kli, uh, which would then we have the potentials for ene bin yomai, which we're going to talk about lo- lots of those kind of things. Like, do we think like that, like nice tam lefkam and ene bin yomai, or do we say no, it's something left on? If you left a, a, a potato on your on your pot, it doesn't become pogum after ene bin yomai. It's, it's not automatic that we say in the ene bin yomai is mutter. Um, so, so, and that's a, that's an important question for us because ene bin is is a big help for you'll hear all the reasons why. But a lot of things are built on the fact of us, of us assuming ene bin and the mechaber bayas is telling us that things are only ene bin when they're balu into a kli. Um, so, it seems to me from from all people I see who spoke about it, and also from the practical, that it seems like we treat this as a balua, not, not as a ban. Um, so uh, let me give you some examples that are, before we get, uh, again, the names, all the names I'm going to mention you later are all make this assumption. Nobody's 
thinking about it as bad. Everyone thinks about it as Balua. All you hear all the reasons why they think to be Mako. Um, the Mahabra talks about like this. Th- there's a Gemara. Um, <clears throat> there's a Gemara about being Mediach. Okay, how, how to understand the Gemara in Avoy Dezara that says the word to be Mediach. Okay, one of the Pshatim is that it means is you have a trave pot that you washed it out. Okay, and when you wa- you you washed out the trave pot, then you say whatever's left is is Balua. Okay, that that's everything else left is Balua. E- even though it doesn't mean you scraped it, Mamash said there's everything perfectly perfectly clean, clean as clean. That whatever you, when you clean, when you look, when I, if I buy a new pot, I look at it, that looks as clean as the Beisheses being Mediach pot. So to me, it looks like it's clean. Okay, to, to clean, and then whatever's left is is considered to be Balua. Um, you should also two two other things two, from two angles. One is um, in Shlomo Kluger says that every, even though the Mechaber has a machlekes about whether Be'en can become blue or not, and we paskin that it cannot become, don't, doesn't become any Benyamin, he said if it's really, really little bit, tiny bit, that becomes a nice sum of Kamal. So he says even, even, you know, even though if there's a, again, there's a potato left, it doesn't become any Benyamin, he says, but if it's a tiny little bit, that, that, that also becomes any Benyamin. And, and Dain Wai says, Dain Wai says that even though we say um, Be'en doesn't become Lefkam after after twenty four hours, he says. But if you give it enough time, it's going to become Lefkam. So when, when we say it, it just means that that twenty four hour cutoff doesn't happen for little bits of end that are left on, left on a, on a cleat. But uh, give it a few days, it's going to be. And I don't, I don't think he gives a number. I'm just I'm just using those words. Give it enough time, it's also going to become below. again. So when we think about a new pot, I didn't get the pot five minutes after he made it. I got it weeks after he made it. So by that, there's also reason to think that it's also, even if we would think that it's a band, that it's, it, it should be considered no sound of God. Now, from a completely different angle, um, in, in the American law, in the CFR, the Code of Federal Regulations, has rules for what you're allowed to use as a lubricant and uh, when you make these pots. Rules, and it's going to be used for food. So they have rules of what you're allowed to put onto it. And they, they have two different groups of of ingredients. There's group A and group B. Um, so group A is for um, rolling metal. When you roll the metal originally, and the amount you're allowed to leave from behind, after the, and they, so not only do they tell you what you're allowed to use, they tell you how much, how little you're allowed to leave behind on the piece of metal that you can, like a pot that's going to be used for cooking, and the, you're allowed to leave on 0.015 millimeter, okay, which is about half the thickness. No, I'm sorry. For what? No, when you're making a piece of metal, you're making yeah. a pot. You're allowed to use this these kind of things as lubricants on in the pot itself, on the for the pot itself. That's how thick the layer could be. How much of you could leave behind? Okay, which is of like. But it was before you oh, walked okay. in. <laughs> well, you can't clean it off. Right? Clean, you can't do, the well, it doesn't doesn't clean it off right. completely. So the amount, and that that's about a fifth the thickness of an onion. Okay, that, that's I, I looked up. I just trying to see what, what's a dogma. 0.015 millimeters. This much is almost nothing. And, so, so, I'm trying to show how. It's not, it's not, it's not the end because of that. Well, better. I think oh. it's not bad. I think it's not bad. You think it's a thin layer. It's not bad. Yeah. Correct. Correct. If when you when you when you bought a new pot, you don't look and say, "Oh my gosh, I bought a dirty pot." You look at it; it's clean, right? To you, you, you say so there's you nothing here. But when you exactly when you clean your pot, it, like, that's why I said Meshayim. He said when you make diach a pot, when you make diach a pot, I agree with that. If there's no way you in your normal 
way of testing it can have any see that it's there. It's not there. It's luckily not there. Fine. Right. I'm talking about you. You don't. You feel that it's there. <laughs> Let's say you do. You, you, you do feel something there. Right, but you don't. Okay, I'm saying. But when you bought a pot, you never bought a pot. You said, "Oh my gosh, it it's came probably, dirty." It's probably less than point zero one five. Correct. Good. Correct. And, and I thought just to throw in the other thing. The other part of it, when you stamp it, you could leave a little bit more. You could leave a little bit more. That's a. When you, when you, you miss it. You walked in the middle eight. <laughs> when you make up, you take the metal and then you have to make it into the shape. They stamp it or they push it into that shape oh, that it's in. It doesn't grow out of the ground like that. What? Correct. So there it's allowed to be about the thickness of about two pieces of paper. Okay. Anyhow. Anyhow. Okay. There's one category of pot. Are you, are you going to talk about it separately? Which is what? The cast iron? I said I'm going to do cast iron in a second. Oh, I, I, I said okay. you missed that part. I, thought, I said no, that's no, going to be next. Cast iron is, is, a, is different than regular pots of paper. The, the, the preseason, we're going to talk that. We'll be doing it in a second. Okay. Um, so, so the we once we want to, I'm going to mention the word cast iron now because once we showed her Schwartz uh, cast iron pants, which we're going to talk about in a second. Cast iron. We when we took them, showed it to him. We're there, there's, there's, there's on purpose, this end left onto it. And he looked, and I said, the question was, is this considered end or, or, or balua? And he put his hands on it, and he says, I don't feel anything, that's considered balua. He says, he says, he, he said a funny thing. He says, he says, you know, we have this thing that the, the place can talk about bleas, and to us, it's this mysterious, magical stuff. And we think it's inside the metal. He says, you know, when we have a, 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 a end that's left on the top, but we can't see it, that's what a blue is left on the top that you can't see. So, so he right, but he's but the, the idea that there's something left on that you can't see. If you can't see it, then in in the din side, if that's considered below, well, the, the fact that technically you know, but the scientifically it's on top instead of inside, that's the same thing. They said that's considered below. Anyway, okay, so so let's. You know, you, 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 you said it's bent. It's what's bent for cast iron. Yeah. Okay, we'll get the case. I, I did not know they say that, but that, that's life. Okay, so, so the, the, let's re- see reasons why it should be mutter. Again, they, they, they potentially put on this, made this thing together with, with animal fat. So the question is, why should it be mutter? Okay, so a few, a few different reasons. The first is like this. I, they put the, the, these, these, uh, these lubricants, they use them when they're making in the factory. By the time I get it, the clears um, in the binyoy mine. Okay, so you say, okay, that's true. <laughs> it won't affect my food with Yevid, but you're not allowed to use it. Okay, so the first thing is, um, I've heard from many different people the same thing that Ramosha said that there's no when if it's a situation that it's by its nature, it's impossible that you would get, have it. Meaning, if, if I, if Trafe is cooked in my pot now, waiting 24 hours means I have to have waited 24 hours, but I could have cooked it after 20 hours. Okay, well, tomorrow I could cook it after 20 hours. But if the whole nature of the chashash is that in the factory they make it like this, well, the factory is always ain't the by the time I get to me. There's no such thing as comes from a factory that I get that it's that it's benyame. So since since that's not possible, so therefore he says there's no xerim ain't benyame out to benyame. Okay, that's what he said. So um, <coughs> so it's a chiddush, okay? It, it, it's a chiddush. Um, so I have two things to tell you about that chiddush. Uh, the first is Moshe um, Kaufman um, told me he says I have a right to it. He says, it's, it's, I don't want to say it's exactly the fairest, but it's almost a, a right to, to this such an idea. And that is, what? <laughs> and he's like this. He said it's <clears throat> not, not from the Xerah any b'nyayim ato b'nyayim, but the Xerah min b'minu ato min b'sha'enimina. Okay, if you remember, min b'sha'enimina, midaraisa needs bitu b'shishim. Min b'minu, midaraisa only needs bitu b'roiv. Midarabonon, we have a Xerah, 
min bimina at the mimish any mina, and therefore you need shishim even by min bimina. Okay, so it's it's, a, it's not the same, but it's a similar gzera. Okay, either it's min bimina at the mimish any mina instead of benyam at the any benyam any benyam at the benyam. So over there, the Ramah says, the Ramah says a case. A guy has a trace spoon, and he stick it into two pots of water. So the din is, it has to be bata bashishim in, you need bata bashishim in both. Okay? Because you say, I'm sorry, you have, you have a spoon that you suck into a treif pot. So we say the, in the first pot, it became treif again, and then it has to, you need shishim the second time as well. But the says, but if you stick it into the same pot twice, then you don't need shishim. The only shishim once, you don't need double shishim. Okay? That's what the Ramah says. And, and the shach says something that the Gro explains is, he says, because... Again, if you stick into the same pot twice, it's min bimina, because the bleed that came back in is the exact same bleed that was there. It's the same pot twice. He says the xera min bimina at the mimish doesn't apply when we have a situation where it's built into the situation. It's built into the situation that it's always going to be min bimina, because it's the same pot. Same pot means it's automatically min bimina. So there, there he says is um over there we don't say min bimina, no xera min bimina at the mimish which is the same idea of Moshe saying, which is we don't say um, for cases like that. Okay, the same a similar concept like that. Okay, that's one thing. And second is that I heard from him some time ago, and just this week, Rabbi Anshu Eckstein told me something. Um, okay, I take it back. He actually told it to me last week, but I, I didn't get to see it until this week. Uh, and that is, and th- and that is, um, he was here. I don't know if you know he was here like last week. Anyhow, um, so he told me he said like this. He says, <clears throat> there's a Rajma who says something like that also. Um, the, the Rajma says like this. There's a Gemara in Psachim about Chomet's um, Kalim after Pesach. You use a Kalim for Chomet before Pesach, and, and then you have it till after Pesach. Okay? And the Gemara this talks about it being mutter to use it. Um, so um, there's all kinds of Pshat from that. From Chomet. We use for Chomet before Pesach. Oh. And you held it over Pesach, and it's whatever to do. It's not so relevant to us what exactly what the question there is. There's a bunch of sheets in Rishon, but what what the Pshat in that Gemara is, um, uh, and but the the Rajma says is one one of the questions is is that the Kli became Chametz. It was you had Chametz over Pesach. It's going going to Shmuel that you not have Chametz over either, whatever. So he, so the Rajma the Rajma says is there's no Gzeri Eine Binyanim Ota Binyanim because once Pesach is over, it's not possible to have Binyanim or Chametz. It's not possible. Uh, let's say today, we're, we're in the middle of, I don't know, whatever month it is, we're in the middle of Tevez. Okay, you can't have Ben Yarmir Chomets today because Chomets is mutter today. So it's not possible to have Ben Yarmir. And since it's not possible today, after Pesach, to have Ben Yarmir, so there's no Xavier Ainer Ben Yarmir after Ben Yarmir. Okay? So there's such a, that's such an idea that we say, we have, we have, we say there's no Xavier Ainer Ben Yarmir after Ben Yarmir when it's not possible to have it Ben Yarmir either. Okay? Now there it's a little different because there the Isra is over. Okay? The Isra of Chomets ended. Not exactly the same as our case, but it's a similar concept idea. So anyhow, okay. Yeah, it's mamish impossible. Right, it's right. As opposed to here, it happens to be a situation. Uh, correct. It's not exactly the same, but the same, so conceptually such a thing. And as Rav said this, um, and people who followed that, Robert first told me, he says, I would tell people, yeah, 100% tell them, but don't worry about it. If it's, it's impossible, so no problem, you don't have to worry about it, okay? It's, it's, it's built into the situation that the chashash is something that's not possible, uh, as, but as you could imagine, not everybody would say like this. This is a bechidish to say like this, right? There's and you're telling me, sometimes it doesn't apply. Okay, that's one thing. Okay, that's one possible reason why you should be able to use the Kli without Kashmir. Okay, the second is, um, we, we uh, spoke about 
uh, the, the, the amount of blia that's in there is tiny. Okay, to think about how much blia there is. In fact, Rabelsky one time went to a pot factory and he measured exactly how much grease gets onto each pot, and, he, and now we could feel confident to know that it's it's uh, it's always going to be bottled. The amount of blia that could even the amount of blia that's in there is going to be bottled, which into the food that I'm making. You know. So we can't use that number, that 0.015. No, 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 I didn't say that number. No, 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 I'm not talking about the number. That's just, what's left. Right. I'm, well, I'm just talking about how much is on there all together, right? It, how much is on there, it's always going to be bottled. So, so therefore, uh, so therefore, uh, you could say is, this is a clear that's also Yishtamish B'Shefa. The amount of beer that's in here is so little, and whenever I use my pot, it'll be bottled. It'll be bottled. So if it's also Yishtamish B'Shefa, the Mechaber holds, so that's perfectly fine. You don't have to cash that at all. So, well, the Mechaber and the Ramah say like that. No. What? I know okay, now those who say those are uh, I'm not by, by even we, we even do it. So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get give me one second. So so <laughs> so, so now we, we spoke over there the, the even those the Taz and, and Shah who argue say when it's Lafkam and and also whichever you could be makel. And we spoke about there there's a shaila whether when we say Lafkam you could be makel means also Ainabinyama. Lafkam and Ainabinyama is not always the same. Ainabinyama is Lafkam, but Ladav is it the same. You can go listen to the recording from me from last time, from a bunch of times ago. Anyhow, uh, Ramosha said there that we are. The words he wrote was minig heter But if it's meis ace, then he was mekel. Uh, but it's a shiloh. We had we spoke about there. That's a shiloh. Whether after meis ace is the same thing as being lefkam inherently lefkam. Okay. But here's an example of that. Okay. If you're going to be say that also uh, shams shefa and any binyomer is going to be mutter, then together are going to be mutter. Then that that's our case. Okay. Because it's also shams shefa and it's it's any binyomer. It's, it's weak since they made it. So that would be reason another to be uh, make calls. Okay. Now I, I got to get moving along. Um, okay. One one more side of the is time wise says he says he says you could be makel because um, it's it's in kavanas levato. He says the the, the 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 thing that's in there is has nothing to do with my cooking. Okay, it's zero. It, it's not even connected. He brings from a rivash who talks about a similar shaila, about uh, barrels, a similar kind of a shaila, where it's not even like the thing is here and it's part of the cooking process. It has no shaila. It had to do with creating the in his case the barrel, in our case the pot. It has to do with creating the pot. So to think that I have. I'm try- that that's bit less of the chachil to try to get that thing into my food to say I'm trying to get this into my food when I when it's here it, it has nothing to do with me at all it's for the guy who made the pot it's, for him it wasn't a game for me it has zero value or relevance or I don't even most people don't even know that there's anything on there okay um, so therefore he says it's considered enkaron slavato so there's no bit less chachila so of course there's no gzeri nebinyam to binyam because there's no bit less chachila it's muter from that side okay now uh, uh, he he does tell you. He says, you should know, that Rivash that I just mentioned, which this comes from, says two reasons to be make about his case. And the Ramah brings this Rivash, but he only brings the other reason. He does not bring this reason. He says, but Alpha Bikini says, I think it's correct. Okay. Um, some, some other things to, to think about, just before I walk out of here, out of this part, uh, is um, the, 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 the coatings, the, the, the lubricants often include kerosene or hexane or other things that are nice time of gum. So you should, that's another tzad that many talk about. 
in Dain Weiss and in Rebbevide, you talk about that it's Nafkam, so we shouldn't worry about this this stuff that's being put on because it's nice Lafkam Rebelski. I forgot also he tasted it also once and he said yes it was Lafkam. Um, I told you went to a pot factory. Did they see any trace stuff from this? Thing? Yeah, because it's waxes and oils because the stuff that's in there. Some of the ingredients are things that are really? what what do you put as a lubricant? A lubricant means something greasy and oily. So well, animal fat. Synthet- all the synthetic stuff out there. Like, right. Know? Okay. So, but it is there is trafers used in it. Yes, like, there is trafers. Like, pig fat. Like, what are they using? I, I, I don't. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember. Um, the I seem to remember Rebelsky's case. It was sheep fat. I don't know why. That's six Madeline? and a half. I, no, no, not Madeline. 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 That's what. That's what. what what's his name? Wants to talk to you about. So he had to go taste it first. He had a guy taste it first, and then after the guy tasted it, then he uh, he had a cheshbon. Why? Then it was only a shadow drop on, and then he was allowed to taste it and spit it out. So, so so, no, no. Once the kfeil tasted it, then it was good enough that he should be allowed to Same. taste it and spit it out. Then you know he could be saying behind that lane and whatever. Yeah, it was a whole, he didn't do, just do it. There was a whole story. Anyhow, um, another thing is some of the people, um, some things. Who says this? In um, Dine Rice also says this. Some of the things are are, are aimed by Tom Call. Another reason, Michael, and then last is uh, that I didn't tell you is that I told you all the places that use lubrication, but there's also a part of the process of making these metals is something called annealing, which has to do with heal, heating them up very high, to, and a, that annealing in many cases qualifies as kashering. Now that's not at the very end, but what I'm saying is of all the the lubricants that are put on, I told you they put on a, I don't know five different places, but not all of those end up being in my pot at the end. A lot of those get cashered before they come to my pot at the end. So then I have to think about that. So let's say if one, two, and three are bef- before the cashering, I don't have to worry about four and five. That, that doesn't take care of the whole problem, but it, it minimizes what we have to think about. Okay. Well, we, we're way behind being able to finish this. Okay, I'm going to do at least two more things, and then, oh, yeah, I'm sure you want to about fruits and vegetables. Okay. Um, okay. Well, I'll do it quickly. Okay. The preseason iron pants. Okay. So the preseason ones are... Very different. The preseason, no, before I go on, in cast iron is, is a type of way of making iron and making a pot out of it. That's called cast iron. The cast iron is going to uh, rust and it's going to not be, um, and it won't have nonstick properties to it. So you need to do something to cast iron. You can't just take cast iron and cook with it. I mean, you could 500 years ago, but nowadays no one's going to take cast iron and actually cook right in it like that. So there's two versions. What, 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 one, what a lot of people ask about is something called uh, enameled or, or uh, ceramic cast iron. So there there's a coating put onto it that has no shaykh what we're talking about today. Okay, nothing to do with that. We're talking about pre-season cast iron, which is they, so they, t- those that I mentioned, the, 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 the enameled ones, they're colorful, they have different pretty colors on this and that in, as part of the coating. We're talking about pre-season, which is, it's black, it looks like a cast iron pot, it looks like cast iron, but they've seasoned it, which they, they, which it means is they bake into it oil or fat or something, some kind of an oil into it, which makes it keeps it from rusting and it, it keep, makes it nonstick. Okay, it's, it's like a, a greasy co- a, a additive to it that makes it <clears throat> be able to be nonstick and to make it um, and to make it uh, not rust. So if you if you want to say now this is that was the case where Ray Schwartz touched it and he said no clean. Okay, it, this is considered a blea. Okay. Um, and so, if you, I mentioned a few southern lahakal beforehand, if you want to follow Rav Moshe that says if it's ain't a binyayim and it's impossible to be binyayim, then in this case you could be make also, okay? Because what they put on the factory has no shaykhahs to me, okay? And it, it's, it's completely off, I'll say. The other southern lahakal are not going to work as well. 
Um, we can't say, do I know that it's, it's an enkavanos lavatel? No, I want it there. It's important to be there. They bedaf can tell you, don't wash the stuff off. Don't use soap and water to wa- them to wash it off. So it's there because it's part of the cooking process. Is, is it? Is it? Uh, I the time of it. But I want it there. What I don't know if I, you, you was time. I, it's part of my process. So you could argue. You can maybe try to convince me that Enkavanos Lavat. I just want it to be there. I don't want it to. Okay, but it's not as simple. Uh, Let me say it. the food. It's not as simple as the case of the reverse where I didn't. I don't want. It had nothing to do with me. It has to do with the guy who made the pot. It has nothing to do with the guys who are using the pot. Is it? Is it? Also, some, I have no idea if it's Osher We don't know. And it's all it becomes all these sudden the are not as strong over there. We tell people they should have it. It's it's cooked into it. I don't know how much they put. I don't know what's going on there. You know, it's 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 meant, it's meant to be a significant amount, a significant, in my mind, significant amount. Uh, so we tell people they should cash them. Uh, just as in passing, we tell them to cash with Hagala. Okay, that's a different child. You don't need to do Libra on it. I said, oh, you had to get a different sucker. Okay, fine. So, thankfully, we don't have time you, to view to explain to you the whole problem. Okay, let, let's move on to the next thing. Okay. Okay, uh, I'm gonna see if I can do this and fruits and vegetables. We'll see if we get to that. Okay, um, next one is styrofoam cups. Okay, so styrofoam <coughs> is, is, is a brand name. It's really, styrofoam is really uh, something called polystyrene. That's the technical name. Uh, and you use it to make cups and containers and plates and all kinds of things. We're gonna talk about cups because it's just easiest for us to talk about. But it's all, what I'm gonna say is all the same for all those other kinds of things, okay? Um, how do you make styrofoam cups? Um, so you, if you look, you could look, look at the cup here. This, this is... Okay. Oh, you, you know, you probably double, you're going to need your glasses off for this. You're going to need your glasses off. Double. And, and, that is, and that is, you see, it's made from a zillion little beads. Right. Okay? A zillion little beads. And what are those beads? The beads are actually polystyrene. But when they make the bead, they, they fill it with something in it, uh, a chemical that's um, volatile. I mean, a chemical that, that will expand and... Uh, right, become bigger when it gets heated up. So the, the chemical they use would be butane or pentane, something, not, not a cautious issue, nor is the polystyrene. Between the beads or in the beads? In the bead. Each, each bead well, the bead is, is made out of it. It's a bead. It's polystyrene with butane inside of it. <clears throat> okay, that's why it's a bead. And you take a zillion of these beads and you put them into a, a form, a, a shape, that's the, the shape of your cup or whatever you want it to be in, and then you heat it up. And when you heat it up, the the, the thing that's inside the bead, the butane, let's say, expands, okay? And it, it causes the, the polystyrene to expand. It pushes it out, okay? And what happens is you heat it up so now that all those zillion beads now get smushed together into the shape, stuck to each other. And they then, once you, even, even when you take away the heat, they've already been shaped and, and stuck into that shape of your cup or whatever you're trying to make out of it. And that's why, and then you have your, your styrofoam cup, Okay. You have your styrofoam cup. I have it. Thank you. Good. Um, so, so that's what you have. None of those ingredients I told you until now are kosher sensitive. None of them. Okay. That, that everything would everybody would be happy and wonderful. You could eat the cup if you want. Okay. You could well, except for about the time. Okay. The shail is that it, if in order for the company to get the cup out of the mold, okay, the zillion pieces out of the mold, they add something called zinc stearate. Okay. Um, the biggest company that everybody knows, Dart, um, tells you straight out they have a they they don't do it anymore, but they had a letter that that would say is our zinc stearate comes from animal fat. Okay, they said we tried to use it for vegetable. It comes from animal fat. Talk to your rabbi or your imam to find out whether you're allowed to use it. We don't take responsibility. We're just letting you know. Okay, we're letting you know that it's there. We try to get vegetable sources. It doesn't work, um, but but it doesn't work as well. So this is what we do. Okay, so 
what why did it what's what's with it what is this zinc theory like what's going on with it um so so it's put in when the beads when they put the beads into the mold they put in well when they create the beads to be put into the mold they put on they sprinkle on uh zinc stearate onto the top of the beads uh, and because it, it'll help get the cup out of the mold when they're finished okay so there's a few reasons to not be concerned about this okay the first is um the amount of zinc Steerate that's put into it is in the area of one to two pounds for every thousand pounds of polystyrene. Okay, so that means is the amount of uh, zinc it's in the mix or it's well, yeah, on the surface. There's no there, there, there's a there's a bucket of a, of a trillion uh, beads, and into that they sprinkle this powder onto it, and then they put those into into the thing. Okay. Um, so, so the, the, the amount that's in there is, is tiny. I mean, the amount that's in there is not an, is, what do you want to have it? <laughs> okay. Is, is it? Okay. Okay. So, so all the things, all the things we, we, we said before and are all going to work for that also. Okay. Second is the, the <coughs> zinc stearate has a melting point of 266 degrees Fahrenheit. Okay. It's my impression. I might be wrong. My impression that the make when they make the cups, the heating to get the other stuff to expand is at higher than that, at two hundred eighty degrees Fahrenheit. It's my impression. I might be wrong, um, uh, which means is that the zinc stearate becomes part of the polystyrene. It gets melted into the polystyrene, which would make it nice sound of gum. Also, okay, think about it. If polystyrene doesn't taste good. If you bit into this cup, you'd find out it doesn't taste very good. Um, so you don't have to bite in your cup. So it doesn't taste very good. Um, and mamela. Um, that's another reason that's nice time of God. Now, before I get to my last thing, um, the reason why, the, the, one of the times a long time ago when the Tomo started about people saying you can't eat these cups, the company tells you we put this tray thing into it, is because someone said not only do they put this tray into it, but it actually comes out into your drinks. He says, Vilharaya, I made tea in a, in a styrofoam cup and I saw all the oil floating on top of it. Okay? So, so that's what I said. So Rabelsky says, no, what you saw, you didn't see any zinc steering on top of your cup. He says, what you saw was the oil coming out of your tea. He says, and if you'd make tea in a non-styrofoam cup, you'd see the same thing, which is what I did. So you can see it here yourself. Um, so you can see it yourself. Uh, this, this is two of the same type of tea bags. Uh, so you see something floating on the top there, some kind of whatever floating, floating on the top there. And the same thing is floating on top of the, on top of the non-styrofoam so cup. There's oil in a lot of particles. Right. So the, the tea has oil in it. The tea has oil in it. Also coffee. He said coffee had oil. So I didn't try it with coffee. He says tea and... What? Okay. He says it has an oil inside of it. He says, so you can see the same thing in, in both. So the fact that you see something floating is not... You're not seeing zinc steering. Okay. okay. So the Mamisha guy who saw the one time, you saw his thing, and then he decided he's going to base his talk on that... WhatsApp was around back then. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, yes, that person. Maybe you should investigate. Yeah, that's true. You want to make it to me, don't investigate. Okay. And, and, and the, the, last, the last thing to know, the last thing to know back to Hilchus is that a bunch of, more than one Kashrus rabbi has tasted zinc stearate. Okay. And I didn't. They offered me to try it. I haven't gotten to it yet. But they offered me to try it, and they tasted it, and they said it's an example of the dim we spoke about a few times ago of something that's an boy Tom Klal. Okay, it's completely boy Tom Klal, and therefore, then it can't affect other things. Okay, how, they, how are they allowed to taste They took kosher ones. They took kosher they zinc steroid. They took kosher zinc steroid. Um, the company, Dafka, uses trafe one. Okay? Like from a shafted animal. No, zinc steroid? Mm-hmm. You can make from vegetable oil. Yeah. 
Right, so it could be. It, it's possible. I mean, uh, the company is telling us like the animal one works and the, and the vegetable one doesn't work. Okay. Okay. They, they, no. It, it, what is that? They for what? Well, no, there's something. You can't. You want to know if it has taste or not, you can't use the vegetable if it's the animal one. Well, but really, it's from a scientific perspective, they're exactly the same. That, that doesn't make sense why one works and one doesn't. Right, I'm saying, so you're saying the fact that the company says one works and doesn't, they <laughs> think that the, the reason why one works is because it has a little of, I forgot what other, other, I forgot what other thing they think might be, like uh, traces of something else mixed into it. You're saying maybe that gives time to it. Okay, maybe, okay, whatever. Maybe it's similar to glycerin. Like, if you give it to a laboratory, they can't even see, determine if it's animal or vegetable. Maybe steric acid would be the same thing. They can't. The, the, the but, but the company says to you, I'm telling you, we tried the vegetable one, and it doesn't work. So something's going on, right? There's some, some kind of a difference. These are the same. So look, right. there's no difference well, between animal and vegetable as did, far as taste. Did, did, but but the, the question on that, that's what all everybody would think. Except the company is telling you, we're trying really hard to do this. We want to help the Jews and the Muslims. We want to help them have this thing. We tried it and don't work. So something episodes of okay, okay. Let me just do fruits and vegetables. We'll do it quickly because we're, we're late here anyhow. And that's like this uh, a different kind of coding. <coughs> okay, we'll leave the other things for a different year. Okay, that is like this. Um, this I just want to just say one thing. My, my, I heard the meaning of the is they kasha pots. New pots. New pots. Okay. But so you're saying there's no difference between the pots and the cups? No. No. The, the, the pots have more going on with them than the cups. They're no, more edible. edible. I, I don't think it's edible, but it's more going on over there than there's with the cups. What's going on? You'll listen to the recording. You'll listen to the recording. Okay. <clears throat> so the, the, okay, when you have fruits and vegetables, there's a whole bunch of them, a list of apples and peppers and cucumber, peaches and tomatoes, maybe other ones. They, they put coatings onto them to make them... Uh, keep moisture inside of them, and also makes them look shinier and pretty. Right. Um, so that, that um, the, the, the functional part of the coating, I mean, the thing that does the job that you want it to do is a wax. And there's two waxes that, in America, the two waxes that people use are canuba wax and shellac, both of which we consider to be kosher. Um, shellac is its own child, but both of them are kosher. No problem. Th- those wouldn't be, the etzim, that wouldn't be a problem. The problem is that those waxes are solid at room temperature, and so it's sort of hard to get onto your apple when it's solid. Like, how are you going to get the solid uh, wax to be stuck onto your apple? Okay, you want a little bit, but how are you going to get it on to stick onto it? So what you got to do is you have to get it into water and then mix it into water, spritz it onto your apple, and then the, it'll stick onto your apple. Okay, well, in order to do that, you need to do two things. To, get it to, to put it into water and then spritz it onto your apple, you need to do two things. The first is you add alcohol so that eventually when you want to evaporate the water out, leaving the wax behind, it'll evaporate easier. So you use, you add alcohol that helps with the evaporation. That's one thing you have to do. And the second thing is, is that uh, wax and water don't mix. So you need to add an emulsifier in order to make the wax mix with the water. Now the wax mixed with the water and the alcohol there to help it with the evaporation. Now you could spritz it onto your apple or your cucumber or whatever it is. You heat it up. They put it into like a warm chamber. The water and the alcohol evaporate out leaving the wax behind, and now your vegetable, your tomato, is coated with this wax that is, makes it look beautiful, okay, and keeps it moist. Who does it? Not, the, not let's say, Ted's does it. No, 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 no. Not the, the, the grower gives it to a guy, and the, the, that person who's shipping it out to the, fruit, to the market, he's doing that. To, to you have a company, yeah. Okay, so, the, 
the alcohol part of it is the less severe shiloh. Usually you use isopropyl alcohol. There are people who use ethyl alcohol, it's true. Um, it, which is a little a little bit of a Pesach issue. Yes, a little bit. It's usually kidneys in America. It's usually kidneys, which wouldn't be a problem. Um, it could be hummus. It could be trade also. But the emulsifier is more sensitive um, because an emulsifier, not always, but well, Derecha will have fatty acids to it fatty, as part of it. It could also have hummus in it. Um, uh, and two other things that make the emulsifier more complicated is um, one is that it's a Dover amendment. Okay, right? It's what makes... The, the wax and water be able to mix together. Without them, they wouldn't mix together, which would be worthless. But at the end of the day, you don't want the water there. The water does not stay there. Okay, so at the end of the day, the mind is out. So I, I'm not going to talk about it because it's too late, but I, I don't agree with that. I, I, you can read the long footnote here about that. I don't agree with that. But we don't have time for that. But I, you, it's a good point, uh, but I don't think it's right. But second is, <laughs> it'll make you feel better. Robelsky actually said that, but I don't. I don't. I'll explain to you after why I don't think it's correct. Right. right? Yeah, you're a good company. Okay. And the sec- the second is the second is is that the the emulsifier is one of the things that does not evaporate off. Okay, that makes it more common. The alcohol is going to evaporate off. I know there might be left a little traces behind, but basically the water and the alcohol are disappearing, but the wax is staying behind, and the emulsifier has no place to go. It just stays put. You don't need it. It has no function anymore. The, what's functional is the wax. But the emulsifier is not leaving. The, the water and the alcohol are going to evaporate out. But the, so that's what makes it of the, of the things that we have to consider the most serious concern is our emulsifier. First, because it's a reminder. And second is because it gets, it gets left behind. Okay, and other things, not all, there are other things. I'm not telling you all these plasticizers and other things, but there's similar issues to this thing. So we're going to focus on the emulsifier just because it's easy to pick on one thing. Okay, so um, the first thought is that... Uh, it's okay. Don't worry about the fact that, this is tra- that there might be trafe ingredients in here because if you think about it, how much, how much wax is on your apple or on your tomato, it's a tiny bit. It's going to be bottled. Think about how much is there. It's so little that you could barely notice it. Okay, It's, it's a barely, uh, barely there, um, so it's going to be bottled. That's so... That's right. Is it chazusa? I don't know if it's chazusa. It makes it shiny. You think that counts as chazusa? I'm not sure if that counts as chazusa. It's there. And, but, the, but the reason that the other and, side and is... And if it is chazusa, it can't be bottle. So they're, they're, they're give color. If it gives color, it, it bottle. I'm not sure if that counts as giving color. But the problem is that it could be removed. Uh, and th- there's a whole movement of people out there who don't want to eat wax on the fruit. And they have the ideas of how to do it. <clears throat> and I have not I, No, no, just because they, they, their own personal reasons. They don't want to eat carnival wax. You know, they don't want to eat shellac. Um, so, so the like, like, for example, this I wanted to try. I didn't have time. Uh, I watched someone do it on a video, but you know, which is uh, they say if you if you take the the melting point of carnauba wax, shellac and carnauba wax are 167 degrees and 187 degrees. Okay, that's background. That's not what they said in the video. That's the background. Okay, so what they said is take your apple, dunk it into boiling water for 10 seconds. You don't want to cook your apple just for 10 seconds. And I'm in, in translating over here, so, which is going to make the carnauba wax or the shellac soften and maybe even begin to melt because okay, their melting points are well below boiling water. Okay, so you take bo- boiled pot of water, dunk, I wanted to do this, but I didn't have a chance yet. Dunk the apple in <clears throat> for 10 seconds. That loosen, basically melts a lot of it and loosens the rest of it. And then use a, 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 a rough shmata and rub it for a bunch of times and you'll see that the wax comes off. Okay, and if you watch the video, you'll see exactly that works. Okay, uh, again, I didn't try it at home yet, but okay, but what I'm saying is, yeah, presumably, the emulsifier comes with it. 
Yeah, yeah, it's mixed it's together with the wax. Okay, so so it's hard so it's harder to say that it should be mutter because it's a bottle when you could just remove it. Okay. So to this, Rebelski said it, no, he thought it was mutter, and he thought the reason why it was mutter is because a, a, a thing that he says over many times, he would say over many times from Yaakov about toothpaste. Okay, in, in, in the day, it's not true anymore, but in the day, toothpaste was made primarily out of um, calcium carbonate, uh, chalk. Which is to say, the, the point of toothpaste is that <clears throat> it's something abrasive that scrapes off the, whatever you ate off your teeth. So calcium chalk is pretty good abrasive, right? Think about chewing chalk. So calcium carbonate, it was mainly calcium carbonate. And that's not edible. So Ryakov Kamnetsky said that when you have something that's not edible, <clears throat> when the, the bulk of this thing is not edible, you don't, and isa falls into it, you don't need bit of bashishim, you need just bit of barois. Okay, bit of bashishim is for foods. This is not a food. So it doesn't need bit the bashishim, it just needs bit the baroif. <coughs> and, and therefore, um, and that, 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 that's enough. You don't have to be about the bashishim. That's why Rabbi Yaakov said you could, in his day, you could use toothpaste that has glycerin in it because there might be 20% glycerin, but it's 20, which is not about the bashishim. No, no, they don't use calcium carbonate. They use hydrated silico in, in, very, in much smaller amounts. Um, they use a different thing. It's also not edible, but it's not, it's not the rival thing of the toothpaste. Uh, so, um, so no, but no, everything else are food ingredients. So, and so now we go back to needing bit of bashishim. Uh, Ryako's case was it was not a food item. The etzen was a piece of chalk. You take a chalk and put a little trafe into it. Ryako just needs to be bought the baroid, not bought the bashishim. Um, <coughs> so he said, <coughs> so he said, here also this wax, he said, by the time the water and the alcohol evaporate out, the wax is, is 75 to 85% wax on your fruit. So it's wax. The wax is not edible. So since it adds them, it's I think that's not edible. So we just need bit the baroiv. Um, and since we need just bit the baroiv, the fact that there's that the last 10, 20 percent or whatever might have in it some emulsifier or other chazarai that I, we talked about, that's okay. And you don't have to it just has to be bought the baroiv and that's good enough. Okay? Now, especially because we have running out of time, there's a long lot of questions about what I just said to you about that last part. Um, but that's what People follow. I mean, mo- people who lots of fruits and vegetables have it. M- many fruits and vegetables, not lots, many fruits and vegetables have it, um, and lots of people who are saying, "I'm being saying on that."